know God has done something for your life. He brought you all the way here. You better say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You didn't have to be here today. We didn't have to see each other today. Give God some praise. He's good all the time. All the time, God is good. Oh, I love being here. You know, regardless of what the devil has been trying to do to us, God has been blessing us. It's a privilege and an honor to be in God's house, especially when we admit and be honest about things. We know that we haven't done anything so great to deserve to be here today. It's all about God. It's because of his love, his grace, his mercy, his long suffering that we're able to be here today. And I'm just thankful today. I'm thankful because all of my I's may not be dotted and all of my T's may not be crossed, but I'm here. Y'all feeling me? We are here today. Let's give them a little bit more praise. You know, I, um, I was thinking, and I do that sometimes. I was thinking that it's time for me to promote you today. I think you're ready for 201 today. You know, uh, we can't drink milk all of our lives. Sometimes we have to chew some meat. And um, sometimes uh, we have to dig a little deeper in God's word to understand some things. You know, isn't it amazing? The closer you get to God, the more he reveals his word to you. There are scriptures that we've read since we were children and they were just words. But now that we've gotten older, more mature, now that we've understood who God is a little bit more, it seems like the Bible just comes alive. It's amazing how God put stuff in this word a long time ago that fits our situation right now. That's why I know man couldn't have done this. If man had wrote this, it would all been about him. So I'm thankful today, and I want to promote you today because I want to go a little deeper today with you. I want you um, to remember something. You've heard me say many times before that uh, we need to learn how to look for the good. And I do understand that sometimes looking for the good is a challenging thing. Because sometimes we're so consumed with what we don't want to see. But I want to show you something. I want to take you on a short spiritual excursion with me today. I want to talk about how far would God go to save us? How far would God really go to save us? Now, I need you to understand something first. 
The Bible teaches us that God is ready to make good on his promises. But he's waiting on us to get right. In other words, if God was impatient and busted the blue right now, some of us wouldn't be saved. Are you feeling me? So God is telling us in his word, don't think that I'm slack concerning my promises. Oh, I'm going to make good on what I said. But the reason why I haven't done all the things that I said that I was going to do is because I'm waiting on you and you and you to get your act together. God, his will is not that any of us should be lost. He wants all of us to receive eternal salvation amen amen now god does not have to get his thoughts together he doesn't have to make sure that all the mansions that he promised are ready for us to move into them he's purely taking his time some of us right now we're waiting on folk to get theirs we're waiting on them to get theirs because they did us dirty. But I want you to think about something. Imagine if God was always quick to react. Where would you be today? Are y'all feeling me today? I want to show you something in the Bible that's so deep that you may have to holler, Brother Kenzie, can you pass me a rope? Sometimes people blame the worst things that happen in life, in life itself, on God. Some of the worst things in our lives or that we see in life, some people blame all of those things on God. And it's amazing that they don't point to the one who's out to destroy everybody. I want us to do something today. I told you it's going to be a little deep. From this day forward, let's touch and agree that we will stop blaming God and start pointing the finger at ourselves and at Satan. Let me repeat that again. Let's stop blaming God and start pointing the finger at ourselves and at Satan. Let's agree that we will stop getting upset with God. We'll stop deeply questioning God for the mess that Satan brought into our lives. If you have ever gotten upset with God and you're not sure that you repented of it. I want you to repent in your heart right now. When the invitation is saying, I need you to walk down and ask for prayer. 
Are y'all ready for this? Some folk are angry with God because something didn't happen in their lives that they wanted to happen. Or it didn't happen the way that they wanted it to happen. And it's easy to blame God, but he's the wrong one to point the finger at. God is the blessing giver. He is the sustainer of life. How can we get angry with the one who gives us all of our health and our strength? All of our help comes from God. Lancing life can be challenging, but we need to hold on and we need to encourage one another. Real talk. If we live for another 10 years, we are sure to experience something that will break our hearts and our spirits. But God is still good. You know what? I want to read one of my favorite verses in the Bible. And again, things may be a little different from what you expect, you know, but I like to change it up. Sometimes you see me wear my hair long. Sometimes I go bald head. Sometimes I wear a beard. Sometimes I shave it off. You know why I do that, Sean? Because I want to. I love having options. I want to change something up today. I want you to read with me one of my favorite verses in the Bible, but I don't want you to do it sitting down. If you can, I want you to stand up on your feet. Just stand. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. But I really want you to. Because it's something that we need to set in order right now. Because I understand life, you know. And some people there are thinking like, why would anyone get mad with God? What I'm telling you is, Satan is a trip. The first thing that happens, we say, Lord, why? I can't believe it. I've been doing everything that you asked me to do. Why me? But I need you to understand, we, we, we have to change the way we think because God is on our side. He don't want any of us to perish. First Chronicles 16 and 34. You don't even have to go there. I just need you to repeat after me. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. For his, mercy for his mercy endures, endures forever. forever. Let's say it again. Oh, give thanks, oh, give thanks to, the Lord. to the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endures forever. We got to believe it. Let's say it again. Oh, give thanks, oh, give thanks to, the Lord. to the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Do you believe that? Give God some praise. You may take your seats. God will forgive us for our temporary insanity. He'll forgive us. But we need to ask for forgiveness. Amen. Amen. 
Lansing. We have to hold on to our faith. We have to never lose hope. And we have to be patient. I notice when I say things like this. Sometimes it depends upon where you are in your walk. If everything seems to be going great, you may be wondering, what's the point? The point is, you're going to need this one day. If you don't need it right now, believe me, if you continue to live, you're going to need it one day. We shouldn't be so quick to jump in and out of relationships. We shouldn't be so quick to make impactful life decisions. We need to slow down and we need to seek counsel from the Lord. Amen. Some of us, we continue to do wild things because we're too impatient. We're not willing to wait on God's deliverance. As soon as something happened, we develop a plan that doesn't even work. Because we're too impatient. Then when the bottom falls out of everything, we'll look at God and say, Lord, why? Just hold on, I'm getting somewhere. I need you to understand that things sometimes Take time. Turn your Bibles over to James. Chapter number five. Verse number seven. James chapter number five, verse number seven. Brother Dion, are you there? Yes, sir. Read it for me. The Bible says what? Therefore. Therefore. Be patient. Be patient. Keep going. Brethren. Brethren. Until the coming of the Lord. Until the coming of the Lord. You know what that means? We have to slow down. We have to stop making irrational decisions. And be patient. You know how long we have to be patient? Until Jesus comes back. Now, when the Bible teaches us to be patient, you got to understand something. It's not that we're waiting to be delivered and everything is going to be great in our lives while we're waiting to be delivered. Sometimes when we are waiting on God to deliver us, we experience what some folk call hell on earth. You're waiting for God to deliver you from your asthma attacks and your diabetes flare up. Patience. A lot of times we go through things and the reason why we can't get delivered is because we don't have enough patience to wait on God. And I'm not just talking about you, I'm talking about myself as well. I often have to remind myself of who I am and to whom I belong to. The Bible says, 
Be patient. Keep reading, Brother Dion. See how the farmer. See how the farmer. Waits for the precious fruit of the earth. Keep going. Waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. Now, when a farmer, when he puts some seeds in the ground and he covers those seeds up and puts some water down, it'd be foolish for him to wake up early in the morning the next day to look for something to be growing. <laughs> He's going to have to exercise some patience. Sometimes when we go to the Father in prayer, we have to exercise patience. God may not give us exactly what we're asking for right then, but we have to continue to believe that he's going to deliver us, and we have to exercise some patience. Are, are y'all with me? Somebody say patience. Patience. Do you know how much trouble some of us have gotten ourselves into just because we couldn't wait? Some of us was just a couple of hours away from being delivered and made a critical mistake. Because we couldn't wait on God. You know why I had you to stand up today and to recite, oh, give thanks to God? Testimony. Because he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Because you have to believe that. I have to believe that. I have to tell myself that every single day. Give thanks to him anyhow. Yeah. Why? Because he's good. Yeah. But I'm going through something. It doesn't matter. He's still good. The fact that I can remember that God is good, that gives me enough strength to be patient. Is this making sense to you? We have to wait on God. If we don't wait on God, we're taking matters into our own hands. Now I'm going to get a little deeper with you today. God is known. For going to extreme measures to get what he wants done. He is known for going to extreme measures so that he will get the glory that he deserves and desires. If you sleep, wake up because it's about to get good. Let me ask you something. Do you believe that God really had to send Jesus to this earth to be humiliated, to be beat, to be pierced, to be crucified, to die? Do you think that that was the only way that God could offer us eternal life? Look at the extreme measure that God went through just to remiss sin. He's all powerful. If he wanted to, he could have said no sin. And there would have been no sin. Amen. Amen. Because I read somewhere where he said, in darkness, let there be light. Amen. And guess what? It's been burning ever since. Amen. Amen. So he didn't have to send Jesus, but that was the way. That he decided to do it. He went to the extreme. He gave the only son that he had. To die for you and for me. And he could have did it another way. But that was not what he chose to do. I need you to understand. That sometimes God may act 
in an extreme way in our lives just so that he will get the glory. I need you to understand this. Because there was a time I didn't understand this, Charles. It's deep. You know, sometimes we say, I know a blessing is coming, but you don't know how God is going to deliver it. You don't know what you're going to have to do to get the blessing. You know how sometimes people will tell you, you know, it's good when we say, hey, you know, sometimes you got to go through it to get to it. But you don't know what you're going to have to go through to get to it. Sometimes God uses extreme measures. But what I want you to know today, something that Satan does not want you to know. God still loves you, although you may have to go through it to get to it. He's the boss man. He uses extreme measures. Now, I want to show you something. I want you to turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. The Apostle Paul, he talks about a vision, a revelation that he experienced. But there's so much in this, and I'm not going to talk about everything in here, but I'm going to pick some of the parts out. In verse number one, Brother Dion, you there? Yes, sir. The Bible says what? It is doubtless. It is doubtless. Not profitable. Not profitable. For me to boast. Paul said, I I don't have to brag. I don't have to boast because it's not going to profit me anything. Keep going. I will come to visions. He said, I'll come to visions. And revelations of the Lord. I'm going to tell you what happened. Keep going. I know a man. I know a man. Who 14 years ago. Keep going. Whether in the body, I do not know. Or whether out of the body, I do not know. Keep reading. God knows. God knows. Such a one was caught up to the third heaven. And I know such a man. He was all the way up there. That's past the birds. That's past the airplanes in the air. Are you understand? That's past the planets. He was caught up in the third. He, this was something to talk about. Keep going. And I know such a man. He said, I know a man. Whether in the body. Keep going. Or out of the body. Keep going. I do not know. He said, I don't know. Now, let me tell you something. Before we even go any further, let's talk about who Paul was. Paul was handpicked, hand chosen by God. He was given a mission. Paul was a man on a mission. So one thing that we have to understand is Paul, it wasn't that something was so great about him that he didn't have to go through anything. I'm going to show you where even those who God chooses, they still have to go through something. Are y'all understanding me? Hold on to this. Hold on to this because you're going to need it. You know, because sometimes when you're at home by yourself, see, it's different when you're in church. Because people, they're clapping, they're happy, we're singing. But when you get home by yourself, the real deal comes to life. You've got to have something to hold on to. And the one thing that you know is the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Don't matter what I'm going through. I know God is going to bring me through because I know he is good. Watch this. The Bible says what? God knows. God knows. How he was caught up. How he was caught up. 
into paradise. Keep going. And heard inexpressible words. He heard some things that shouldn't even be talked about. Keep going. Which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Keep going. Of such a one, I will not boast. Paul said, yet, I won't boast. Keep going. Yet, yet, for myself, for myself, I will not boast. Keep going. Except in my infirmities. Keep going. For though I might desire to boast, although I may desire to boast, keep I going. will not be a fool. I ain't going to be no fool. Keep going. For I will speak the truth. I'm going to speak the truth. Keep reading. But I refrain, lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me I to like be this. or hears from me. Paul said, I'm not going to boast. I don't want anybody to mix the message. Don't think me more than who I am. Everybody goes through something. Amen. Amen. Sometimes. And if you ain't been through nothing, keep living. Are y'all understanding? Paul said, yeah, yeah. You know, let me tell you something. See, God is so awesome. Most of us in here, we have a testimony about the valley times. Times when we were in the valley. And then God gives us a testimony about when we were on the top of the mountain. But what I want you to know is, we don't stay on top of the mountain all the time. Sometimes we have to be in the valley. This is how God does it. And sometimes to get from the valley to the mountaintop, we are going to have to go through some extreme measures. Amen. Every time God delivers us, it's not like taking candy from a baby. Sometimes there's going to be some crying involved. Sometimes we're going to have to reassure ourselves in the word of God that God still is God, and he's still God all by himself. I just want you to know that sometimes the devil can come into our lives, and he'll try to make us forget about who God is. Sometimes we'll be going through something, and he'll ask us the question, where your God at now? You got to tell him he's right where he always has been, right by my side. Amen, amen. For the Lord is good, and his mercy endures Forever. Y'all still with me? Amen. We getting there. We getting there. We almost there, Brother Dion. You're doing great. Keep reading. Unless. Unless. I should be exalted. I should be exalted. Above measure. Above measure. By the abundance of by the, the revelation. By the abundance of the revelation. Keep going. A thorn in the flesh. Now, 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 watch this. Watch this. Paul said to keep me solid and grounded. Although I saw all this great stuff, I got a thorn in my flesh. Mm-hmm. Are y'all with me? We're going to Sunday school today. Keep reading. Was given to me. A thorn was given to him. He didn't ask for it. It was given to him. Now, who is this? This is Paul. The apostle Paul. The one that God called. But guess what? God gave something to Paul that Paul couldn't get rid of to keep him humble. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Yes. Keep reading. A messenger of Satan. A messenger of Satan. To buffet me. To buffet me. To beat me. There was something that I had in the flesh that I struggled with. 
to keep me grounded. Now, let me just bring it like this. God can allow some things to enter into our lives to help keep us grounded so we won't have too much pride. There's some things that God can open the gates and let through in our lives when everything is going great and it will stop us in our tracks because God knows in order for me to save you I know you got that proud spirit in you so I have to put something in your life to get you to see reality are y'all ready for this this is kind of deep are you ready for this you didn't do nothing wrong but how far would he go To save you. You say, Lord, what did I do? No, it ain't what you did. I know who you are. I created you. And what I'm telling you, if I continue to just keep blessing you and giving you all this stuff, and you don't have nothing else in your life to make you think, you may forget about me. You may start thinking that things are going great because of who you are and forget about who I am. And I don't want you to go to hell. I don't want you to be destroyed. I'm going to give you something. So you won't have too much pride. I'm going to make you come to your knees. I'm going to make sure you have something in your life that you always have to depend upon me for. So you never ever walk away from me. Who is he talking to? One of the chief apostles. Keep reading, Dion. Lest I be exalted above measure. Keep going. Concerning this thing. Concerning this thing. I pleaded with the Lord. I pleaded with the Lord. Three times. Three times. Lord, I don't want this. Take it away from me. If you didn't hear me the first time. Let me get on my knees and talk to you again. Lord, I don't want this. Maybe he can't let me go in my closet. Lord, I don't want this. He said, I pleaded with him three times. Keep going. That it might depart from that me. That it may depart from me. Keep going. And he said to me. He said to me. My grace is my sufficient. My grace is sufficient. There are some things that God we're released in our lives that he is not going to take back because if he take it back you may lose your soul are y'all sure y'all ready for this see sometimes people think that God is against them no this is a way that God is showing us favor the Bible says that God chastises those whom he loves if I don't give you something to think about you may go left so I'm going to make sure that you have something that you always have to get up and say, Lord, I thank you for waking me up today. How far will he really go? Keep reading. For you, for my strength, for is, my ma strength is made perfect. My strength. Now listen to what he says. My strength is made perfect in weakness. In weakness. In other words, don't get it mixed up. If you are weak, don't think God is weak like you. God's strength is made perfect 
in our weakness. In other words, when we're weak, that's when we really can recognize God's strength. Amen. Amen. Sometimes God delivers folk and they will tell you all day long how they got through it. You know, I was talking to a mm -hmm. gentleman uh, mm -hmm. not uh, too long ago and uh, he was saying that as he was walking to work, he was saying that he thought he was having a heart attack. And he said a small voice in his head told him to go get an aspirin. So he stopped by Walgreens downtown to go get an aspirin. And it turned out that he was having a heart attack. I was waiting on him to just call the name of Jesus just one time. He never gave God the glory. He said, I heard a small voice. Y'all ain't hearing this, are you? Not knowing that you probably heard five voices before you went to work that day, but God gave you enough sense to go get the aspirin. And let me tell you something. You ready for this? You can take a whole bottle of aspirins. If God does not want the aspirins to work, nothing is going to work. He never gave God the glory. So this is what the Apostle Paul is talking about. God is the type of God, if he wants to save us, he will go through extreme measures. Maybe, just maybe, I have to put something in your life to make you dependent upon me forever. Dion, are you understanding this? It's all good. Keep reading. Therefore, Therefore most gladly, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities. Paul said, I can brag in my infirmities. Keep going. That the power of Christ. That the power of Christ. May rest upon me. See now, what the Bible is saying is. Paul asked God to remove something from his life that he didn't want. But the Lord refused to remove it. Jesus told him, my grace is sufficient. In other words, you may have it. But as long as you have me, you're going to be all right. I'm not going to take it from you because it may change who you are. God can allow us to struggle with something abnormal in the flesh. They will make us keep our minds and our hearts focused solely on him. Let me tell you a couple of things. Some of us will never have a lot of money. I don't care how many scratch-offs you buy. You might as well start donating to the building fund. You know why? Because some of us don't know how to act when we get money. Amen. Amen. Brother Hogan, am I okay? I, I did tell him it was going to be deep. It's not that God can't bless us to get any money. And you got to quit listening to all those lying folk on TV talking about God wants you to be rich and all this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Now, let me tell you something. I've been knowing the Lord for a long time, and I still ain't rich. And from the looks of things, you ain't either. I'm just trying to get you to understand that, you know, sometimes money will separate us from God. So God said, no, you're going to struggle. Why I got to struggle? I got a mansion for you. Lord, could you just 
take this away. Every, every job I get, it seems like I go through something. I, it seems like I can't get a raise. You know why? Because when you get a raise, you walk around with your hand in your pocket talking about who you going to buy and what you going to do. And somebody want to be like you. God, God said, let me cut all this out. You're going to struggle sometimes. Because too much money make you act funny. Y'all ain't trying to hear this today, are you? I'm telling you, he goes through extreme measures. Let me tell you, you know, sometimes you wonder, well, how is it that this person is blessed? This person had no education. They making six digits. How did that happen? Because God may have blessed them to have money because maybe they would share that money. And he also know if they didn't have money, they're still. Y'all ain't ready for this. Let me tell you, some of the hardest Working Christians in church lie on their taxes every year. There's probably a woman in the audience right now with a tag on her dress because she just bought it just to floss today knowing she's going to take it back tomorrow morning. Didn't even want to take the tag off of it. I asked you, were you ready for this? This is the word of God. God goes through extreme measures. It's not that he hates us. It's not that he's trying to punish us. He's trying to help us because he's like, you can't help yourself. Some of us don't even know ourselves. How many times have people said, if I just had a better paying job, I feel better. I'll pay off all my bills. Then they got a better paying job and got deeper in debt. More money, more problems. Some of us, no matter what we do in life, we will never be popular. Folk just don't like us. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? You know, some people, they can get on Facebook and show their toe. Mm -hmm. And get 300 likes. You can go and show them that you built a house by yourself. And get two likes, one from you and one from somebody else. Because God knows if you get too known, you're going to think you all that. You may stop giving me the glory. You know, at some point, somebody broke away from God's church and started their own thing and put their name on it. You know why? Because they got too full of themselves. Are y'all still listening? Sometimes things never go the right way. You know, I, I, I um, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna just tell you. You know, uh, I am a blessed guy. But let me tell you something. A lot of times, my blessings come the hard way. You know, folks see what you got and what you're doing, but they have no idea what you had to go through to get that. No idea. They see the finished product. But you didn't see when the clay wasn't formed. You went up late at night when somebody had to do what they had to do. You don't know. But they look at the finished product. But I thank God for the struggle. Because the struggle is real. Because if we didn't struggle sometimes, we wouldn't give God all the glory that he deserves. 
It's not your education that got you where you are. It's God who got you where you are. Sometimes people say, but I went to the best school there was. Let me tell you something. You can go to the best school, get taught by the best teacher, but if God don't put some scruples inside your head, you ain't going to be able to remember nothing. I told my son the other day, I said, listen, God is blessing you. You have a great memory. I said, listen, you got to give God the glory. Yes, you're young, but give him the praise. I said, did you not know that when you're going to take a test, you can go blank? It's God who gives you your memory. Amen. Amen. Thank him. People think they're so smart. You ain't smart. God is smart. And he broke you off some proper. Amen. Amen. Some of us struggle to get what we have. But don't you appreciate it? You know what? I was laughing the other day. And I, I could talk about my son because he's not in here. Um, <laughs> the other day he told me, he said, Daddy, I already know what kind of car I want. Now he in seventh grade. <laughs> And he bought this tall. He said, I already know what kind of car I want. I want an Equinox, a brand new one. And I just kind of laughed at it. But he was for real. You know what I thought about? When I was young, I just wanted something that had some doors and some tires that would start up. And it could have been rusty, but I was going to be willing on you like I was in a Porsche. Here's the thing. My dad gave me some things, but I worked hard for everything I have. And you know what? To this day, I appreciate the value of a dollar. Because I had to struggle for what I wanted. There were people who didn't have to struggle because they were well off. A lot of them ended up in jail. A lot of them ended up strung out on drugs. You know what I'm talking about. But you got to thank God for the struggle. Quit complaining all the time and give him the glory during your struggle. Because you appreciate more when you have to work hard for it. Is this all right, Brother Ed? It ain't that God is trying to kill us. God knows who we are. And he knows how much rope to give us. If I give too much, he going to hang himself. Some of us, he had to keep us on a short leash. Some of us think our life sucks. But it's God's way of making us hold on longer. It's amazing how some of us, we have put so much into people. And we never got it back. They dogged us, left us, deserted us. You know, some folk, they owe us money right now. They in debt with us, and they were side with other folk to dog us out. Now that you eating some shrimp and lobster, I remember when you couldn't eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But you done came up, didn't have a pot or a window to throw it out of. But guess what? It seemed that people were doing us dirty. They weren't doing us dirty. 
God was conditioning us to love. He was showing us how to love without expecting to receive love back unconditionally. If you always expect to get something back, you're going to come up short. That ain't the love that God is talking about. God is talking about the love that I'll give you love and if you don't want to give me nothing, that's okay because I'm going to give God the glory because he gave me something to give you which means I had a surplus. Folks say, why people always dogging me? Don't think you're getting dogged. You're being trained. God is training you. He goes through extreme measures. How far Will God go to save us? Some women would never have children. It just ain't in the cards. That ain't the way God wanted it. There may be a reason. We may have put too much into our kid and not enough into him. See, one thing we got to understand, we get caught up on family. Jesus don't. Sometimes God could deny sexual functions in a man. I asked y'all were y'all ready for me. He could be so dead, Viagra can't resurrect him. But you know why? Because if he was always where he wanted to be, he will always be a fornicator. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Sometimes there are some men impotent right now. Y'all, I wish I had somebody who understood what I was talking about. There's some impotent men right now. You have swallowed three Viagras. And then get nothing but an upset stomach. Why? Because God knows that your appetite for relations is too high. And if he don't stop you, you going. Mmm. Some of us, we won't stop. So God has to stop us. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Amen. I'm just being real. God would go through extreme measures. So we're going through all kind of things. We're taking therapy. We drinking soup. And folk tell us if we stand on top of our head, things will be better. Let me tell you something. God is saying, no. If I give you your function back, you don't know how to act. I don't want you to go to hell. I don't want you to be lost. I want to save you. So it's over. God could allow us to be afflicted with a serious ailment just to slow us down to save us. This is hard to accept. It's hard to accept. I need you to understand something. 
This is why this is so deep. And this is why I asked you, were you ready for this? Some people may be carrying something that they can't get rid of simply because it's the way that God keeps them connected to him. It's strange that there are people who drink liquor like water. Kidneys are sharp as they can be. Liver working great. And some folk been working out, drink protein shakes, been doing the right thing, and have kidney failure. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, God allows things to happen in our lives so he can hold on to us. This is deep. No one wants to be sick, but let me tell you something. Earth is not our final destination. Amen. We got to be encouraged, and, and it's hard to be encouraged when you get up in the morning and you don't feel good, and, and, and you try to keep a smile on your face, but, but you just don't feel good. It's hard to be encouraged, but let me tell you, don't let go of God. Because God can save you in your sickness. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? He will go through extreme measures just to save us. I want to show you another scripture. I want you to go to John chapter 9. John chapter 9. Dion, I only have an hour and a half left, so you got to go fast. I thought you were going to say two. <laughs> I think I <laughs> Jeff said, oh, Lord, oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, I cut it to an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, John chapter 9, verse number 1. What does the Bible say? Now as Jesus passed by. Now as Jesus passed by. He saw a man. He saw a man. Who was blind from birth. He was blind from birth. What happened? And his disciples asked him. His disciples asked him. What they say? Saying, Rabbi. Rabbi, teacher. Who sinned? Who sinned? This man. How did this happen? Did this man sin? Keep going. Or his parents. Or did his parents do something messed up? That he was born blind. That he was born blind. How did this happen? Keep going. Jesus answered. What did Jesus say? Neither this man. Neither this man. Nor his parents sinned. Nor his parents sinned. Now let me tell you what he mean. He didn't mean that they were perfect, but what he was saying is, they didn't do anything to cause this birth defect. Amen, amen. But then he goes and explains the reason. Keep going. But that the works of God. He said that the works of God should be revealed in him. Let me tell you something. God. 
can cause a sickness so that he will get the glory. Sean, this is deep. And think about it. Not only will he deliver you, but he can cause a sickness in you so that wrath will believe. God can use your health to bless Dion. I always have to say this and I get so caught up inside when I think about my brother Thomas. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank God for brother Thomas. He showed us something. Mm-hmm. There are people who are healthy who won't even come to service. Brother Thomas had to wear a mask just to come to service. He was losing weight. He didn't care. He came anyway. He showed that if God just give me a little strength, I'm going to give him the glory. Amen. 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 And it's not about praising Thomas. It's about giving all praises to God. Sometimes I get emotional thinking about my brother Pruitt. A great preacher. I loved him. And I know he loved me. But God took him. He showed us that he will come and take anybody at any time. But you have to give God the glory. Amen, amen, amen. Because God goes through extreme measures to save us. I don't know why things happen. But this is one thing I do know. That God does not make mistakes. Amen. 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 I just had to tell you this today because some of us were struggling. We're losing our faith. We don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm pleading with you. I'm letting you know. Let's pray together. Let's encourage one another. I'm telling you, yes, God will go through extreme measures. It doesn't have to be anything that you did in your past. It doesn't have to be something that you said. Sometimes God just will use an extreme measure just to keep you close to him so that he will save you in the end. That's Amen. what matters. Amen. 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 I got two more scriptures and then I'm out of here. I want you to look at Matthew chapter number 11. And then Romans chapter number 11. Matthew. 11 
and 27. What does the Bible say? All things have been delivered to me. All things, Jesus said, has been delivered unto me. Keep going. By my Father. By my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father. Now I need you to understand something. We got to keep believing in Jesus and his Father. Because Jesus is letting us know, you don't know me like you think you know me. If you think God is powerful, Jesus said, you ain't seen what powerful he is. Read, Dion. And no one knows the Son. No one knows the Son. Except the Father. Except the Father. Nor does anyone know the Father. Nor anyone knows the Father. Except the Son. Except the Son. They are a dynamic dual team. We have to believe in both of them. Jesus and his father, they're deeper than we can go. He said, no one knows like I know. So what I'm saying is, there's no point in getting mad with God. There's no point in getting discouraged. Let's have faith in God. Let's continue to believe him because I'm showing you what God will take and use extreme measures just to save us. You know, God will split a family up or allow a family to be split up, I should say, just to save you. Some of us, we got heathens in our family. They don't mean us no good. No matter how much you try to love them, they'll never reciprocate it. And you're heartbroken. But it's better to be without folk who don't love you and be heartbroken than to be without Jesus. God will get you away from them heathens. It may hurt your feelings. But yeah, he'll go through extreme measures to get you saved. God know folk don't care about you. Some of us, we've been running behind folk all our lives. Still ain't caught up with them. When God opens the door and let a heathen out your life, you run and close it and lock it. Sometimes he has to separate us from folk who mean us no good. Ladies, quit running behind these no good dudes who don't mean you no good. Talking about he gonna change. Yeah, he gonna change. He's gonna go from Magilla to Magilla Gorilla. And he's gonna tear up your life. A lot of us, we introduce stuff into our lives to tear up our lives. Listen, when somebody show you that they do not have your best interest, God does not want you to be with nobody like that. If you have to live the rest of your life with nobody but you and God, be satisfied with Jesus. Amen. Romans, I got to get out of here, Dion. Okay. Romans 11. Thirty-three. What does it say? Oh, the depth of the riches! Oh, the depth 
of the riches. Both of the wisdom. Both of the wisdom. And knowledge of God. And the knowledge of God. Keep going. How unsearchable. How unsearchable. Are his judgments. Are his judgments. And his ways. And his ways. Past finding out. Do y'all see this? The Bible saying you can look deep if you want to. There are just some things you just never are going to understand. Because God will use extreme measures. Don't try to figure it out. Just stick with them. I don't know why things happen. I don't know why the thief on the corner continues to get blessed, never gets caught, always doing stuff, and then you struggle, I struggle. I don't know why that happens, but the bottom line is I do know that God will use extreme measures to save us. The Bible says they're unsearchable. Keep going. For he has known the mind of the Lord. For who has known? For who the mind of has the Lord? known the mind of the Lord? Keep going. Or who has become his counselor? Who has become his counselor? Ain't God ain't asking nobody for nothing. He don't need our permission. Lord, why did you do this? Huh? Who are you talking to? Sometimes even if he told us, we wouldn't even be able to understand it. Amen. Amen. Keep reading, Brother Dion. You're doing well. I'm out of here. Or who has first given to him? Who first gave to him? Keep going. And it shall be repaid to him. And he got to get him something back. God don't owe us nothing. Amen. Amen. Keep reading. For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. If you're going through something. No matter what it is, don't give up on God. I don't know why certain things happen to certain people, but what I do know is God will use extreme measures to save us. And you know what? Sometimes those things hurt. You know, I, I'm done. Amen. Amen. You know, you see a lot, and you don't understand what goes on. But I do know this if I keep holding on to God, it's going to be cool. His people. When you love God, you love his people. (coughs) When you hurt, I hurt. Everybody don't feel like that. But encourage somebody who's going through. Let them know God ain't just angry with you. God is not trying to destroy your life. He's putting something there so that you will have to depend upon him forever. We're looking for the good. For some people, if God blessed their whole life and gave them a clean bill of health, 
they would never step foot back in the church building. I'm done. I told you it's deep. It's life. Some of the greatest people get sick. Some of the greatest people that we know, as we say, die too soon. But how do you know that if God hadn't have taken them then, that they wouldn't have been saved? Isn't it a blessing that while you're in your spiritual state and you're doing what God wants you to do, that he take you then? Your family going to hurt. Your friends are going to hurt. People are not going to understand. Why is it that you left so soon but God said, hey, I knew down the line he may mess up. This was the right time for me to take him because it's not my will that anybody should perish. Amen. But Amen. all should come to repentance. Amen. Amen. Don't ever think God took somebody too soon. He's taking them when he gets ready. They crucified Jesus. They buried him. He rose to die in the morning. That's the gospel. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. If you're here today and you know you've been mad with God, or you said some things and you need to repent, just come down here. Just come down and repent. You ain't got to tell me what you said. I don't even care what you said because whatever it was, you know and I know it was foolishness. But just let God know, I'm sorry. Some of us, were struggling. We're sick. Or we got some things going on. Be encouraged today. Be encouraged. God ain't trying to follow you with a black cloud and trying to just uh, destroy your life and make everybody see you like that. God ain't trying to do that. that. God got too many things to do to just mess with you. Don't think that. He's too big for that. He's too big for that. Some of us, we got family members who are sick. And you know a lot of times the people who are caring for the family members is just as hard Amen. on them as it is the people who are sick. Amen. 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 Don't get discouraged. Don't lose faith in God. Believe in God. Jesus said, you don't know my father like I know him. I told y'all it was deep today. But it's called life. And sometimes life delivers a package to our door that we didn't order. But we have to accept the delivery. If you're not a child of God, I'm pleading with you to get baptized today. Amen. Amen. Because if you don't get baptized in the blood of Jesus for the remission of your sins... Who's going to plead your case? Let me tell you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are all one. And they are all going to agree in one. You can't slip by the Father and be chummy with Jesus and get in. They don't work like that. You need them all. Come today. Don't even delay. Just stop sitting there. You know you need to give your life to Christ. 
Listen, I don't know how plain enough to put it. Life happens. How many funeral homes recently have you passed that were boarded up? How many cemeteries have you seen recently that looked like they only had two or three people in there? Come on now. Here's the thing that I'm learning. No matter what happens, if you're in Christ and if you're saved, you're good. Don't matter what the doctors say. Don't matter what mama say, you good. I've seen a lot of things in my day. I've carried a lot of things on my shoulder. I told somebody, I said, you can't talk about people until you walk in their shoes. And some people, if they had to walk in your shoes, they would want to cut their feet off. I'm done, church. Did it make sense to you today? Let's give God the praise and the glory as we together stand and sing the song of invitation.